Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. They've got all of the audiobooks. Literally any audiobook that you can find that your friend didn't make in their uh, in their garage, they've got it. So find something over there. You're going to find something. That's a jumbled guarantee. And uh, I just pointed at the camera like you guys could see me. So... I apparently don't know how podcasts work, so this should be good. Let's get into it. going on everybody welcome back to jumbled your favorite podcast about nothing i'm zach it's a very stoic johnny just an hour of you not saying anything he's I there wanted, i promise guys i want an episode of you talking to me and only carrying the conversation based on my facial expressions oh wow that would actually be an interesting challenge I don't know if we should do it tonight, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's maybe a separate uh, experiment to uh, to toy with. Yeah, because I got to have some actual talking points and stuff written down, which I have not done for a while. Mm, well, I'm glad that you recognize that I carry this podcast on You do. Back you absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's not true. No, you 100% do. You 100% do. Zach, real question for you. Real answer. How are you feeling about the current NFL season? Well, my Packers are 2-0, uh, so they're doing great. Aaron Rodgers is looking like he's uh, he's still in peak condition. Uh, mm-hmm. Two division rival games uh, to start the year off, and we beat them both. Uh, beat beat Joe's Vikes the first, uh, first week. Yeah, fucking Joe's here from Minnesota. Garbage team. <laughs> And uh, and then beat my brother's lions. Also, the week after that, a garbage team. What is going on with your family in the div- in like the division in uh, cheering for a proper football team like the Patriots? <laughs> a proper football. You know what? I actually don't know how Cam Newton's been doing up there. I saw he rushed rushed for a touchdown, but that's all I saw. Well, I can tell you that he is doing really well, at least from a fantasy perspective, because yeah. the person i was competing against this week shit all over me oh and he had cam you know cam newton's always been one of those players it's like feast or famine with that guy you know and he's he's got all the talent in the world but some some days he's just not on and it's not there's no good reason for it when he's hot he's hot and when he's not he is not but yeah i mean overall you got to say he's had a fairly successful career like he's not a He's not the worst quarterback to no. seen come through in his time. He's no Jameis Winston. What was um, Robert <laughs> Griffith? RG three. RG three. What happened to RG three? RG three had a lot of promise. He got injured, is what happened, and it was just bad timing to get injured. So it was him and Andrew Luck. In that, uh, mm. it was him and Andrew Luck that year. And everybody was wondering who was going to go first. Who was going to go first? Was it the kid from Stanford, or was it the 
the kid from where do you play Baylor? I think he was he played at yeah. Baylor. Um, you know, and I everybody sort of thought RG three was gonna go first. You know, and it's it's weird that what that was only like eight years ago or something like that, and nine years yeah, ago, he who knows? Have a contract right now, does he? RG three, I think done. he's done uh, because he didn't get to start anywhere else. He was hot for a couple seasons. Actually, got injured in his second year, I think, and then he got cut eventually by the Redskins. I think the next year, or after the the season after that, or something like that. He was riding the bench. He was riding the pine for a little bit, and then he went. I think he went to the Eagles a couple seasons ago. Was he on the Super Bowl team? Um. So I'm just reading right now. Talk about injury prone, man. It's bummer. So he tore his ACL in his sophomore season at Baylor. You yeah. were correct. Yeah, yeah. And then he suffered a string of injuries in the NFL. He tore his LCL, ACL, and meniscus during a Jesus. wild card game in 2012. His knees are going to be fucked. Dislocated his ankle early in 2014 and fractured a bone in his left shoulder while playing for the Browns in week one of 2016. Ah, the Browns, I remember. He did have a short span of time where he was starting for them, I think. Yeah. Um... Yeah, poor guy. I mean, he 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 was really exciting to watch. You know, his He's first... apparently still worth $13 million. Oh, I mean, no doubt the dude. The dude's got enough money to live comfortably the rest of his days. Like he's yeah, thirteen mil would do it in the states, depending on where you live. Not New York or L.A., but no. I mean, get get a piece of property out in Louisiana. the middle. Well, the middle of the country, dude. Go. go I mean, here even no in Kansas one City. No wants to deal with winter, Zach. Of course, but you get what you pay for, right? Yeah, but you can move somewhere like. New Mexico never deal with winter. Buy a nope. house for like a hundred thousand dollars. Move to Idaho, right? You can for a hundred thousand dollars. Not only do you get a house, you get like ten acres of land, right? I feel like you could do that in like Arizona and have a better quality of life. Yeah, but Arizona is more expensive. Slightly more, but you still have thirteen million dollars. Sure. I mean, I guess if you're if you're safe with it, and right? You don't have but, to deal with snow. Think of all the money he's going to save not having to pay for like snow removal. That's the thing, man. If I got thirteen million dollars, I would just be up in a mountain. How fat it'd would be, you get? Sorry. It would be it'd be like this. Here, here's what would happen, right? Thirteen million dollars. Has anybody seen Zach recently? Last I heard, he won thirteen million dollars. Oh, he bought property up in the mountains. And it's winter now, and he, you won't see, he's like a bear. The man's like a bear at this point. He he disappears, he disappears in the fall, right? How big is this house in the mountains you're building? It's a lodge. It's a ski lodge, dude. It's it's basically... Give me me a square footage, like a couple thousand, three thousand? I'm thinking like... 20,000 square feet. I can't even say 20, it. You I can't want to even, build a hotel. No. <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. I was going, you're going, I was going you're big. You're going no, probably What's, what's that? No, uh, probably a, a, that modest, a modest 40,000 square feet. <laughs> no. But it, it, what, seriously. The Shining. You're going straight Shining. Yeah. Jack Nicholas in The Shining right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jack Nicholas, the golf player. Everybody knows. Um, Wait, did I fuck that up? Uh, yeah, you did. Um, I think Jack Nicholas is a golf player. Uh, Wait, who am I talking about? 
I think his name is Jack Nicholson, right? Nicholson, that's right. Yeah. I don't know. One of those two. The <laughs> golf player or the actor who played a serial killer who you used to Here's look Johnny. Like, so. exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I, I seriously probably go. I, I don't need a lot of I don't need a lot of space. Three thousand would probably be. I think three thousand is a lot. Like more than how much land would you want? Honestly, I think that'd be the best part of it. Would be having a, a good amount of land. I don't know. I'd I'd probably a dozen, a dozen acres, maybe. Twelve acres. Eh? What would you What would you do on the land? I'd get some ATVs. I'd go. You, you know, Rough Riders, DMX, and Eve, oh, and all them. I would just yep. be, I'd be rolling around my backyard in, on my uh, ATVs, and I would have my Australian Shepherd just worn out. Just, I, just hanging out with you all the time. Yep, just he'd be, ch- he'd be chasing me all over the property, and then <laughs> at the end of the day, he wouldn't have the energy to to whine at me that he needed to go outside. Well, Zach, I have good news for you. For the small price <laughs> of about three hundred thousand uh-huh. Canadian, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you what? can buy. About 200 acres of Canadian wilderness. Wow. Canadian wilderness, huh? Canadian wilderness, baby. I know this because I'm looking and I want to run away into the woods. <laughs> One day it might just come down to it where the uh, the intro to this podcast is just very lonely. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. Now, uh... You know, is is the stress of life just too much, Johnny? You want to get away from I mean, the hustle and bustle or what? It's a combination of things. Like, yeah, life is busy. But, I mean, we've been talking about getting a trailer for camping, mm-hmm. getting a rooftop tent or hmm. timeshare. Or, you know, especially now that we're not doing nearly as much international travel as we have been sure. previously. Sure. Um, and we've been doing a lot more camping, which is... I'm happy to be doing more camping again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Alex getting more comfortable and we're just kind of noodling things around and then, you know, everyone's working remotely. So then we started talking about, well, do we want to move somewhere, you know, not inside the city, have a little bit more space, a little bit more land, bigger garage. And then it was like a small acreage just outside of the city to, you know, maybe 50 acres. Then it was like a hundred acres. And then I saw one for 200. I was like, yeah. wow, think of all the shit we could do. Yeah. Um, and then we had, you know, a, a, a few nights of like kind of brainstorming of what we could do if we had say a hundred acres and talked about, you know, planting trees, like apple trees and stuff, sure. and having like a little orchard and sure. How do apple trees? Yeah. How do apple biking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. How do apple trees do in, uh, they do fairly in well. Canadian climate? We have one in our backyard. Do you? Yeah, we have an apple tree and a and a sour cherry tree, which are both high producers, more than we ever use. Mm. Um, you know, in the mountains, it would be obviously a little bit harder, but there are a select few of hardy apple trees that uh, that like that climate. So, there you, you know, go. Allie was doing like you know big, big picture brainstorming of well, we could you know how many acres produce X amount of apples, and we could sell them to local cideries because sure. there's an apple shortage. Oh. And then we talked about building, like if we have a hundred acres, we could build some like micro cabins for Airbnb. Because camping right now is really popular in our province because we're in some of the most beautiful mountains. 
and then we could use it for like short-term rental or for hunting i could do guided hunts on our land that'd be pretty sweet hey i just had uh an epiphany and i don't know if you've had this one um Mm -hmm. but i just thought of the perfect name for your your uh your orchard okay johnny appleseed (laughs) dude i mean i like it and it's hilarious it's probably (laughs) trademarked it's also gonna be Allie's pet project. Oh my god, microphone down. <laughs> it's gonna be Allie's thing. So you're not gonna turn into an apple farmer, is what I'm hearing. Zach, we have a we have a colossal failure in the, uh, in the <laughs> microphone I, department I, here. What I the see fuck? that. I see that. What happened? Your boom arm just give up. A boom arm, she gone. Oh I man. Know, I don't really know what's going on here. But... Sort of seems like it might be the, uh, from what it looks like, the clamp or something. <laughs> we're just just doing some minor repairs to uh frozen 100 studio c over here you know what the more you fiddle with that microphone the more i'm like you know what maybe you should be an apple farmer dude you're gonna fire me is that what you're saying <laughs> no dude but it would be pretty cool to to record with you and just see you in a hat, you know, just like a Zach. We have we have currently have no boom arm, dude. <laughs> You're gonna have to hold your microphone this whole time. Jesus Christ. We don't have to. Uh, it doesn't have to be. How did this happen? I don't know, man. At this point, at this point in the podcast, I'm not going for distance on on the episodes. So if if you gotta, okay, you gotta we hang... got it. We oh, solved we're good? the problem. Okay, what happened? I don't know. We just moved some shit, clamped we're, it down extra hard. We're good. Everything's right. good. Crisis for, averted. For a while there, I was sort of uh, concerned you were, for you. You were ready to pull the plug just like that, eh? No, man. I'm just saying, you know, we don't need to go the distance if you were going to hold the microphone is all I was saying. Oh, I'm committed. I'll hold this microphone. Okay. I was just thinking um, of your... of your. Uh, anyways, before you rudely interrupted our conversation... With, with your... Wh- with I my did, microphone. Yeah, with your microphone, yeah. And my... What, what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, Allie's pet project with the apples. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Allie's definitely going to be the the apple farmer. I have no desire to deal with that. Dude, I would love to see you picking apples, though. Well, you know, here's the kind of test. We have an apple tree in our backyard, and there's been apples on there for about two weeks that need to be picked, and they haven't been picked yet. So I don't know how I feel about this business plan. But Well, but if you're if you're doing it as a business... I know. It's completely different. Then you would do it. I have no. walnuts. I have a black walnut tree in my backyard. Uh, that's a thing? Yeah. I have a black, cool. a black walnut tree in my backyard. And no joke, I don't. I can't tell you exactly how heavy the walnuts are, but they're probably a, you know, a quarter pound. Maybe mm-hmm. a little bit less than a quarter pound a piece. And they fall out of the tree and they smack you if you're like, there's like a period of like two weeks. There's like a period getting, of two weeks where they're just like just boom, 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 and they just all fall out of the tree. And we have squirrels. We have yeah, like I bet a, you have a bunch of squirrels. We got a pack of squirrels, and uh, it was the middle of the summer. That's when that's when the the walnuts fall off. Is like July, sometime in July. Mm-hmm. And so I was going around and picking up the the walnuts. Do you guys do anything with them? Uh, I mean, we hadn't. We haven't up to this point. 
they've just really sort of been uh, potential ankle injuries for a while. But because I, I did not, I don't know why, but I didn't know that a walnut looked the way a walnut, walnut looks until I moved to a place that had a walnut tree. So I don't. I don't know you, if I've ever heard of a house having a walnut tree. What an interesting tree! Like, yeah, it's what an inconvenience. Very inconvenient. And so when I go out to mow, I have to pick them all up and put them in in a bucket. You know, just pick them all up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Does your dog eat them. No, dog doesn't really care. The dog Our dog will chase them. Love the apples. Yeah. And oh, the I bet they eat them constantly. I bet Gus, they do. Like his shits right now are literally ninety percent cherry pits. Just yeah, <laughs> they are like thinly glued together with normal turd. It's just cherry pit. <laughs> it is a, a melted O Henry, just the nuts. Oh shit, dude! Oh, he's no. gonna die. I don't understand how. Like the things his body pushes through. Like just don't eat. The fucking poisonous seeds, Gus. No, he's got to eat them. Just fucking like a little truffle pig out there, just yeah. snorting around in the grass until he finds one. <laughs> and then he eats the moldy ones, and he oh, has this yeah. look like he has like he's like I regret face. this. Yeah, it's he has a puke face where he just has this look, and he gets these little <laughs> like drool strings where on both sides. If it's one side, it usually means like he's hungry or you're eating something. Yeah, yeah. If it's both sides, he's about to puke. He get him outside, and he just always eating. Like, and it's so hard to pick up all of the cherries. Like, I'm pretty sure. good about dealing with the apples every morning, but yeah. the cherries impossible. And it's like, why? It's getting drunk off of fermented fruit and puking yeah. everywhere. And... We, uh, I'm pretty sure this coming spring, we're there's just going to be an explosion of squirrel babies i just the amount of walnuts that fell off this tree Hmm. i put all of them it was like three it was like three whole buckets it was like three whole like 10 gallon buckets whatever they are and i would take them and i'd fill them up just pull them out of the yard take them and dump them out on like just a dirt area so i had like this mountain of walnuts gone and they are, yeah, they, well, they were gone within like a week. So like the squirrels were just taking them and putting them up in their nests and eating them or whatever. Yeah. They hide them and then forget where they hide them and then steal from other squirrels yeah. who are the, stealing from them. It's quite, quite hilarious. The worst part of it is that they eat it and then they just throw it out of the tree. Mm. So then you got to go pick up all the shells again. I should. But here's the problem. They're everywhere. My my yard is pretty much covered in trees. And each tree has a squirrel nest in it. Mm. And and that's including the the driveway. Chicken of the trees, Zach. I'm, all I'm hearing is opportunity here. Chicken of the trees. I've never They're eaten tasty. squirrel. Are they? They're tasty little creatures. Especially, I'd bet they would be real nice if they were eating walnuts. All day. Yeah, yeah. Sort of like a, you got the, got the uh, sort of sweet. Taste too. It'd be like kind of fatty too, right? So that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Plump squirrels in the backyard. Yeah, but they toss they. So in my in my history of stepping on things, Mm -hmm. on top of the list of painful items to step on, obviously Mm -hmm. something like 
a nail or something like that that penetrates your wait, skin. Wait, okay, we need this, this then, nail is from like carpet to Lego. No, well, Legos don't shoot through your foot, so I'm thinking they sure like as hell can. <laughs> they 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 feel like they should. So like something obviously like a nail or something. Then I was gonna say Legos. Legos okay. are just. I think so I nail, I Legos, Lego just walnut squeaked out, and then a walnut. A walnut shell because and especially the ones that the squirrels have been so are after. You, are you are you outside barefoot then? Sometimes I walk around outside. Barefoot. I don't understand you fucking Americans running around outside barefoot but wearing shoes in your house. Dude, I haven't worn shoes all day. Good. You, and the only well, I take that back. The only shoes I did wear were flip flops, and I wore them outside to run to the store. Yeah, you're outside. That's completely acceptable. Well, I didn't. You can't go to the grocery store with shoes. I'm off. saying it's acceptable to wear shoes when you're leaving your house, Zach. But why are you guys? Right. I'm on my on property inside your house. <laughs> I didn't today. I didn't today. wear anything. <laughs> today, dude, I have my feet have been so uncovered the entirety of COVID. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, no, but the squirrels get the walnuts. They they chuck them out of their nests, but they have like the jagged areas from where the squirrels have bitten off pieces of it or whatever. And so you step on it. I've literally had a walnut in my foot. Like didn't draw blood, but like stuck in there. In there, yeah. The worst. Good times. Yeah, can can we say that though? Is it good times? Have you thought about getting rid of it? Getting rid of what? The squirrels? The walnut tree? Oh, I've thought of it. Well, frankly, we need to get a few trees taken out. I don't know if I'd get rid of the walnut tree, though. Maybe, because the walnut... What joys does it bring you, other than seeing a bunch of fat roly-poly squirrels? Not really anything. We don't use the walnuts for anything. But what I will say is walnut trees tend to make the soil around them a little bit more acidic. So it's probably... It's probably worth it to yank that thing out of the ground. Plus, it's right on a property line, so those walnuts aren't just dropping into my yard. They're dropping into my neighbor's yard, and I'm sure the neighbors would be happy to see the thing go as well. Maybe they do something with those walnuts. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's, nope. a, there's a local cidery here um, mm-hmm. that if you have an apple tree and you pick it, they'll buy your apples from you. There you go. How how much? What do they sell them? What what do you? No what can you clue. sell them for? That's that's what clued Ali into because we were talking about the garage reno and moving and whatnot. And we want to get rid of the apple tree. I want to get rid of the cherry tree. I'm mm-hmm. fine with the apple tree. Um, and then she was looking at it and saw like, hey, there's there are apple shortages in Alberta for cideries, so they're like buying people's apples from from their lawns, basically. I wonder how long that's going to hold up, though. I don't know. I mean, I guess if you can get out in front of it and get a big plot of land and then yeah. start growing those trees, then but, you can. Yeah. I mean, the trees are part of it. The, I mean, the big thing for me is I would, I'm getting to a point where as much as I enjoy camping and I probably will still do some adventure camping, I would much rather have a cabin in the woods that we would go to for our vacations and sure. weekends and whatnot so that i can like hunt and ride out there yeah um or you can just live there and grow your beard out or just live yeah someday you know that would be the dream right um but i was joking with a buddy if we had you know 25 acres to do to make trails on 
Yeah. And we could make a bunch of different trails and they could double as like snowshoe and um, cross country skiing trails in the winter. So like yeah. for our short term rental stuff, we could be like, hey, you can come out. You're right on all these trail systems. Yeah. Um, Airbnb then, it or something. Yeah. Airbnb it. But uh, we're going to name every trail that we build like dirt biking trail mm-hmm. is going to be named after a track from Mario Kart. Ooh, I can't wait to see Rainbow Road. Oh, Rainbow Road is the first one I'm building. It's going to be big. It's going to be big, and I got some ideas. <laughs> I love I got it. some design ideas. It's going to be Ooh. so much fun. And then I just like went down in all these rabbit holes where I was like, wow, if we had like this private private land and like all these trail systems, it'd be so great. We could ride, do whatever. Yeah. It's easy. It's just us. And then it's like, well, how could I monetize this? And sure. my buddy, buddy Jake, who does listen to the podcast, um, who I was talking to him about this idea, um, we, you know, he's been taking these dirt biking classes mm-hmm. in Toronto. And I was like, well, fuck, like, how cool would that be? We could definitely find someone to do that and just, like, rent out the land for the day and do, like, private dirt biking lessons on a mix of trails and yeah and whatnot or I was like, there's so many options to just like have like these weird little side businesses. Yeah. Dude, that'd so, be, yeah. There's plenty of ways to monetize. Plus, I mean, you know. Selling just... wood. Mm-hmm. Only fans. You know, we'll do it all. <laughs> Selling wood. Gotcha. Selling yeah. wood. Only yeah. fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah that also just... means Zach, I'd be getting a bobcat and I'm real excited about that. <laughs> That was I don't the know first if I would... thing I told Allie was like, you realize that if we do this, there is an incredible amount of tooling and machinery yeah. that we need to invest in. I'm and also like, Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, first step, Bobcat. First step, a piece of machinery that's gonna cost just as much or more than the property itself. No, no, no. No, you could get like a little skid steer for like fifteen to thirty grand. No way. I thought they I thought they were much more than that. No, no. I mean you can definitely get bigger heavy duty equipment that's that much, but we'd be okay with like a a decent skid steer or something. Shovel and I basically was like, Well, shoveling, getting in and out of our property in the Mm -hmm. winter in the mountains. Yeah. Um You would need it. We'll need like a bigger mower depending on what our homestead grass situation looks like Mm -hmm, mm and then that bad boy will be building and digging trails there you go what you do is you build the driveway and you align it with little heating coils through the that is a very common thing you just keep it nice and nice and warm throughout the winter that's great if you're absolutely like just stupid rich but I don't know about, you know, having a heated driveway that's like hey man, an you're gonna, acre long. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have all kinds of room. Put some solar panels up, bruh. Put some solar panels up, bruh. Hey. Well, solar panel would probably be a thing, although it is very short, sunny period in the mountains, depending on which direction you're facing and the snow. I guess yeah. But that's true. It, we it like we talked about all that, right? Like it would be it could be a pretty cool little adventure and I mean, we need to save up some more money, and depending on what we do, I don't know. Roll the dice, maybe end up homeless. <laughs> Live in a car for a little bit, that's fine. Yeah, you know, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> my mom said I could live in her basement again if I had to. So you know. if you needed to move back, yeah. Moving back in with the mom. <laughs> That'd be. Parents, I'm coming home. Yeah, yeah. That that's a a nightmare. Honestly, I I don't <laughs> think I'd want to live with my parents again. I mean, I think at this point, if it was that or you know being homeless, I would probably pick that. But sure, I, I get what you mean. Sure, no, and that's not a knock against your parents. No, I just wouldn't want to live with anyone's parents. My parents. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that is. Fair. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, you know, we're just we're just musing around, you know. Yeah. Growing, so is is this more here, pie but... in the sky, or are you guys thinking this is uh, something know. eventually that'll is gonna end up manifesting itself? Uh, I think in the next five years we'll do something okay i don't know if it will be 200 acres i basically said like in my in my opinion a minimum for me is 20 mm-hmm. um you know ali said kind of the great starting point for orchards at 10 acres and i know that that is probably more whimsical than than anything yeah like the reality is i could see us buying some undeveloped land and putting a small cabin on it like that's not an issue yeah and then slowly building out the rest of it um but i think in the next five years we'll if if it's still a priority and if if, like especially if COVID is going to be a factor for the next two years we're not traveling we're not you know we're not doing doing nearly as much so right we're doing our best to save money and not buy any more motorcycles alley (laughs) eyes rolling (laughs) Uh, so let's say that hypothetically COVID, well, COVID's a bigger thing in the States, obviously, because we're stupid as fuck and can't figure out how to shut everything down and just stay where the fuck we are. Um, if this... You guys don't have money for that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If, if this becomes a thing, right, where it's going to take a couple years or whatever for, for shit to settle down or move on mm-hmm. or, or there's a vaccine or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm very concerned. I'm already concerned the state of, of America. I think this entire country is going to implode. Man, I, I know we, we, uh, I know we try not to get too political. Right. But it's pretty scary how close you guys are to a civil war. Yeah. Like that, like the fact that that is like a legitimate potential outcome in the next, I think, 10 years for you guys. Yeah. The second one. Yeah. It's just so, I don't know, man. It's just so, everything's just so divisive now. You know, and it used to be where didn't matter which side you fell on, there was some sort of common ground. Like there was a, you know, there was a middle ground where you could, everybody could come together and go, oh yeah, well we all agree that you know this thing is a bad thing, right? But now everybody's got to choose a side, and if this side says that something's a bad thing, well, obviously it can't be, it can't be, it's got to be a good thing, right? And it's, it's so, uh, extreme. 
Yeah. Does that make sense? No, um, yeah. I would say that's a good representation of, of what is going on. Extreme is a good a good word to describe it. Let's stop to take a second to talk about our sponsor, Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled and get your free 30-day trial and a free audiobook. The book that I'm going to recommend for the month of September is Sklars and Stripes. It's actually not an audiobook. It's an Audible original. So head over, check it out. The whole premise behind Sklars and Stripes, if you don't know, by the way, Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers, they're... Uh, they are a comedic duo. They're they're twins. Um, if you haven't listened to their stuff before, also listen to that. But the whole premise of Sklars and Stripes is they go around when they're when they're touring. They go around the city that they're visiting and they pick up things to talk about. And they try to learn as much as they can about the city. And then they go up on stage and they open up with ten or so minutes of uh, material that they've gathered from just walking around the city and taking it all in uh gives uh gives a good insight into other parts of the country and hey if you're from whatever specific part of the country that you uh you tune in for um it'll make you laugh as well randy and jason sklar are really funny guys would highly recommend this one uh it's you know unabridged audiobook six hours and 47 minutes solid amount of time and you get to keep it you know, you get to keep it. It's free with a 30-day trial. And, uh, you know, hey, that's it. That's all I'm going to say, guys. Enjoy. AudibleTrial.com slash jumbled. Back to the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, everything is about being right and not about mm-hmm. being better. And I think that's, right. that's the big turning point for politics in general. I think even here, it's not about being better. It's about being right now. Yeah, and I, I like being right. I don't know is important, but mm-hmm. I would rather be be wrong a few times and be better than right. <laughs> be right all the time and fucking miserable. Right? Yeah. I think what I'm waiting on, <clears throat> as far as politics go, is somebody who, you know, comes in, gets voted in, whatever some shit goes down, whatever, and then they are self-reflective enough to say, you know what, here are my flaws, and they're willing to lay it all out and say, yes, you know, instead of redirecting, right, mm-hmm. and saying, or or having scapegoats or whatever, I think it would be more refreshing to know that there are people who not only are fallible, but are willing to accept that they are human, you know, um, and not well, and it, above the law or whatever. Yeah. And that's such a hard thing to do, right? Because the first, like how long, like how many good politicians will do that and get absolutely decimated in the polls the next election until people start realizing like, oh shit, this is, this is a good thing. Right. Right. Because like politics, you show any sign of weakness and it gets used against you immediately. Right. And And yeah. I don't think that saying, hey, we tried this. It didn't work. We're going to do this now. This is what we learned. Right. And that's, I guess that's what I, I share with, with yeah. my team. Like yeah. I give the people who report to me the opportunity to try something and to own it. And not everything is successful, but as long as you learn something from them, like, okay, well, 
Yeah, move on. You know. Yeah. Take make take a, whatever you. Yeah, exactly. Take the good, change the bad, carry on. Just keep going. Exactly. But this, move like, forward. I can't show that I was wrong here because the other side will just say that you were wrong here, even right. though you know we learned this awesome thing and it made things better. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what's uh, what's to come. In you, the, what do you uh, think would happen if future, Biden but... wins? If Biden wins, Trump mania will go fucking wild, or what? I have a feeling to keep himself relevant, Donald Trump will just keep talking. He'll you know keep what I making. It's going to be the start of the Civil War. Hmm. It's going to be Trump's going to lose, and then he's going. He's not going to like recognize it and they know it was fraud this happened this happened and he's just gonna like take control oh yeah pull a pull a dictator move yeah yeah well he did just say really highly of putin yeah that's true he did uh he did the other day just say if biden won that we would never hear from him again so Really? <laughs> yeah, he said that in a press conference, or he, no, it he wasn't didn't. a it wasn't no, a press conference. Didn't. It was like a rally. He said, he said, if Biden wins, I'll tell you one thing: you'll never you'll never see me again, or something like that. I don't know what that meant. What it was in reference to, I don't know. But I think he was trying to talk disparagingly about about Biden. Mm-hmm. But honestly, and just myself, it's a personal belief I hold. I'm all for it. If I never have to hear Donald Trump again. He is not an elegant speaker, that is for sure. Uh, what did you think about the, I don't know, maybe you saw it, maybe you didn't. I know our our media preferences are, are varied a little bit, but did you catch all the memes and the, the chatter about uh, Joe Rogan hosting a debate between Biden and Trump? I heard about it. I, uh, I don't, well, and... Uh, didn't Trump say like I'll do it or something like that? Trump said he's down, and 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 Joe said he was down. So it's it rests in the hands of Biden. And let's be honest, there's no one in their right mind is going to put that guy in front of an audience of that like that size with a microphone for three hours. Here's the power move, right? Here's the power move if you're Joe Biden, right? You just go in and take a nap. No, you go in and you get fucking blazed. Just completely blazed. And blame it on the weed? <laughs> yeah. No, just go in. I don't remember in. anything. Just Here's go the challenge. in. They're in Texas now. I don't I don't I don't think weed is legal in Texas. Oh, that's true. Which I'm They're I'm in, yeah, they they moved that to the whole setup to Austin, didn't they? I'm surprised that Austin's a pretty progressive city though. I don't know if but I, you know, let me see. Are we both looking it up? Are you looking it up? Oh, I'm definitely. I'm looking it up. Um, I don't think it might be medicinal, but it's not legalized. It might be decriminalized. Oh, okay. They're only at that level. Well, I guess it is a red Austin state. Police will no longer cite or arrest people for possessing small amounts of marijuana. Okay. 
that's sort of like how Kansas City is. So they're, and, they're doing it within their city of saying, right. Hey, in city, we're not going to enforce yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, in Austin proper or Kansas City proper. I mean, wherever you are, you will not get fined or anything for having it on your person, which is you know it's a move in the right direction. Missouri is medicinal, mm-hmm. but we still don't have dispensaries that popped up yet. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is weird because we voted on it back in 2018. Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah, I think it was the end of 2018 is when the vote came through for it and it passed. That's wild. Um, and we, we have more dispensaries than we have weed. We have a weed shortage in this country. <laughs> I bet. It's all legal though, right? It is. So, oh, baby. You know what's kind of weird about the the legalized weed thing that I've noticed? Hmm. It, it, even though it's legal, like completely legal, and it is essentially treated like alcohol, right? Right. Like for the most part, it, the parameters that we put around it are it's like alcohol. It yeah. hasn't gotten to that social norm yet for like a lot of a lot of circles, like acquaintance circles, professional circles, like yeah, at work it's really common for people to say, Hey, let's grab a drink. Let's go for a beer. Let's do this. Right. I, no one said, Hey, you want to, you want to smoke a joint? You want to, you want to, how would you, you respond if somebody did say that? Oh man, it would really depend who it was. <laughs> <laughs> but like, fun. if it was a coworker, I don't drink. Right. So to me, right. but yeah, if I, if I had a, a, a coworker that, you know, after work, it's like, let's not go to the bar. Let's go smoke a joint. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. We're going to solve a lot more things that way than we are uh, being drunk, right? It's so, weird you know. that there is that stigma, but I think it's just, it's... It's time, right? Yeah, it'll just take some time for people to feel comfortable with doing that in a public environment. But people at work still don't even talk about partaking. I don't. I thought, I think do you feel like... Do you feel like there are um, repercussions for doing it, even though it's legal? I don't think so. In the workplace, there can't be. As I mean, the our workplace policy, fit for work policy, mm-hmm. is treats is basically saying you you can't be under the influence at work. Sure, right, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but, but outside, also, I don't. Out, yeah, don't have a lunch beer either, right? Yeah. Um, but uh yeah it's it's just not i think it's just i wonder how long that's going to take before that becomes normal um that's a good question i would really like to see some sort of discussion about moving federal with with pot in the states too well people say that that's going to be trump's big uh big announcement but I feel like if he was going to make that announcement, no it would have happened. Like, it would have happened by now. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not. I don't trust the guy enough for to Fair. to trust that he's going to follow through on whatever he says. You know, yeah. so at this point, he could he could probably say whatever, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't make a difference to me. Fair, just because of his track record. Yeah, yeah, not even. No, yeah, I get it. I'm not. I'm not disputing it by any means. Yeah, it's, uh, just because he, of the track record, not because of the content of whatever he's saying. He just contradicts himself of, day to day. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes in the same day. 
sure. And I'm I'm not gonna say that. You know, I haven't benefited in some way from, you know, during Trump's presidency. Hey, I appreciate that. The reality is he has done some things that have benefited a lot of people in the country. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And that I guess that's that is my issue with politics right now, that it's people can't look at things case by case. Right. And I use the example of like my marriage. Allie and I agree on a lot of things. That's what I mean. We got married. That makes sense. Right. But there are a lot of things we, we disagree on. But like yeah. I can disagree with her on this thing and then go to the next thing and completely agree with her. And I feel like yeah. politics now is that winning mentality. You're either all in or you're the enemy. Right. Right. You believe everything or nothing. And right. I like, no, no, no. I can look at analytically and say, hey. I can see how this was successful for Trump with this specific audience. And yeah, that's, that's a success, but I can also say, Hey, he's a pathological liar. There's a lot of transcripts proving it. Why would you deny it? Just don't deny it. So sometimes even in the same day. Yeah. But just say, Hey, yeah, he's fucking batshit crazy, but I like what he's done with these policies. I, I, I would respect you as, as a, you know, a Trump supporter. If you took that approach. Sure. Like, yeah. Okay. He's not perfect. But yeah. No. But nobody's him. perfect, right? Not. And that's the thing is, I don't expect Biden to jump in there, and I mean, be he is, perfect. Like, he's worse. Let's be honest. I mean, he doesn't. I don't. Well, I mean, lie or not lie, I don't know who's worse there. But he he doesn't know his ass from his elbow, like <laughs> at all. <laughs> like the videos of him trying to like say a story or give a speech or he's not a great public speaker that's for certain he's why does america in love with 75 plus year old men to run their country i'm not i'm not i i would love it if there were you know i mean there's always the third party option right yeah i I mean that's a different that's a whole nother challenge i just don't understand why the the DNC, I can understand why the RNC doesn't run a younger person because it's still a lot of Republicans are like old, rich, white dudes. Yes. Um, but the DNC, come on. They're way yeah. better options. Way well, better they, options than Biden. No offense they, to Biden. They had, he was a great VP. <clears throat> he brought a lot of humor to... Right. You know, he really balanced out Obama, which was great. He had his, he had his time. He's old. Yeah. My thing... Sorry, my thing is, we had uh, Buttigieg, right? Who was, you know, homosexual, right? Younger guy in his, I think his upper thirties, you know, or lower or lower forties. I'm not sure, but he was about as exciting as a rock, you know. Like there, he just didn't bring. He didn't bring any kind of excitement to to his base, you know. Yeah. So, you you have to find that person, and that's why Obama was such a big a big draw, because he was he was pretty young, you know, relatively young. Uh, great orator, you know, smart guy, you know, head on his shoulders really I mean, driven determined right to it like that's important i get it 
you need to be inspiring and rally the country the country not just right your selected half but right there I, there's got to be better ways i agree who's, biden, who's biden's running mate again kamala Ka- kamala it? harris yeah I, I, so i struggle with that one too i mean there's there are recordings of her bragging about withholding evidence that would prove people currently in in prison are are um i'm i'm brain farting right now innocent so innocent thank you that's what i was looking for (laughs) and she was bragging about about like withholding that to keep them in prison Uh, to keep her i haven't heard that she can't lose yeah that's the but why am i why do i know about this in canada yeah and then i think well why would i want to vote for that right drug related charges right Especially when the the left is like campaigning on defund the police, and now you're hiring like the top police person who put away all these black people for lame ass marijuana charges, and then when they're innocent, intentionally stop them from being freed. Right. Why mm. is that what you're putting forward to vote for? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm what ranting. what is what is the what's the phrase? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Something along those lines. Yeah, I think that that gets I, the the general message. I think that's it, right? You know, when you when you're in a position of authority, you feel like you can make choices and decisions for the populace that nobody else would make. Um, well, so I've never yeah. heard about that, but that's that's disturbing. Well, dude, time to do some reading, Zach, because yep. polls are just around the corner, and you got to exercise True. your right to vote. Couple, couple mo- well, actually, not even a couple months five weeks or so five yeah oh my god the world is gonna end uh, i need to buy that land even quicker and it's either gonna stop spinning or it's gonna explode you might yeah you might want to get out in the in the in the country as soon as you can amen to that um well on that note let's end this podcast with a <laughs> very good. special message to president trump and candidate biden we yeah. will also host your debate if you want on this podcast know, on this podcast yeah of course yeah sure right, we'll just throw it out there you know let's get that trending <laughs> I, I think if anything our podcast format being jumbled yeah. Yeah. fits with both candidates i was getting ready to say well. exactly let's be you, honest you're looking for a rambly guy you go with trump you're looking for a guy who can't keep his thoughts together or can't uh, construct a full sentence you go with biden and yep. it's jumbled right we're right there with them, so you know what? I think it would make brilliant podcasting. I don't think brilliant. we'd have. I don't think we'd have to say a single word the entire podcast. No, not at all. Yeah, not at all. I'm gonna I'd say okay welcome to Jumbled, and then Trump's gonna interrupt me, right? And then it's gonna go back and forth for you know f- five, six hours, and then I'll just say, "All right, that's enough," and then I'll hit all stop. All right, good to go. Uh, yeah. yeah. No mid roll, no pre roll. We'll just we'll just run it. Just raw, raw, uncut. Live. Yeah, <laughs> just I love it. Let it fly, you know. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys throwing it out there, if you guys want to come on, you know, our podcast and and hash it out uh, to our three, four dozen viewers. I don't even know what we're working with at this point. That's uh, that's totally up to you guys. We welcome you with open arms. That's right. With that said, guys. Uh, appreciate you guys for uh for coming back and listening uh make sure to follow us on all social media at jumbled podcast 
send any emails to jumbledpodcastgmail.com. Dick pics to johnny.jumbled. Johnny. Yeah, the dick pics have really jumbled. slowed down. I'm sad about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're talking about a civil war. Just, you know, paint paint your dickhead green, right? <laughs> and it can be a helmet, you know, and put a little fatigues oh, on him, right? Dress dress him up a little bit, you know? Yeah, get creative. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Artistic dick pics only, please. I just don't want a hog in my face. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of... <laughs> you got to move me with this sure. image, okay? Sure, You need to sure, be moved. Yeah. yeah. If you're not using at least a little bit of Photoshop skills... Uh, you're lighting. Up. At least get your lighting and angles down. Come on. Yeah. I think that's one thing as men that we really need to work on is, our, you know, mastering the art of a dick pic. Uh, I think there are a lot of people that would agree with you. Because I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever taken a dick pic that I was like, "That's a winner." Artistic I recently, okay, fuck. hold on. You know this what is... you need, Zach? You need, you need <sighs> really to pull this off. You need a photographer. Yeah. To really to really pull it off to like a proper mm-hmm. donger pick needs yeah. to be, you know, third party. The lighting. Shot. You yeah. can't. You can't yeah, selfie yeah, yeah. it. You know. Yeah, that's true. Um, I will say one fun thing that I've been doing, and this is totally up to you guys whether you want to do this or not. All right. I've been sending snaps to my wife, it and it's a dick pic, but on you know how you can scribble on top of the dick pic, or you can t- scribble on top of the... <laughs> I've been turning it into little works of art. Like I made a little baseball player. Man, I am devastated that i am not receiving these right now i just want you to know that like okay uh, next I am one so next... fucking bummed <laughs> that know, our friendship has degraded or devolved to this level no man i just didn't know if you... funny dick pics <laughs> i'll send it to you the next time um and uh if i felt more comfortable i mean lacy sent me her butthole i'd even send it to lacy but i don't really feel comfortable Throw my, I mean, throw that's my... a different that's a different conversation. But yeah. you and I, come on. But I can throw it to you for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. I'll make sure to do that next time. But that's all I'm saying. If you guys want to spice it up a little bit, you know, it doesn't it's, even have to be outfits. Yeah, just. I heard, the, like little cat hats. You yeah. know the little hats you can get for your cats. They sure. Fit perfect. That's what I've heard. Oh, on top of a dickhead. Yeah. I mean, what? That's what you've heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> If you're rocking a Pringles can for a for a dong uh, like Johnny is. All right, guys. Uh, like I said, dickpics to johnny.jumble.gmail.com. Thanks to our sponsor who didn't tell us to talk about dicks right before we talked about it. That's <laughs> Audible. Head over to audibletrial.com slash jumbled. Get a completely dickless experience. <laughs> uh, great audiobooks over there on uh, on Audible. So thank you, Audible. <laughs> God, what a bad spot. <laughs> Um and uh and patreon.com slash jumbled five hundred dollars for me and Johnny and a and a dress dick in or dick out, you get to choose. <laughs> wow. I threw that on the end there. It's uh, probably gonna escalated? be dick in, right? It's probably we're probably gonna be tucking just to keep the aesthetic. You gotta tuck. You have to go full I'm full committed in this. Yeah, going full tuck. Getting that full thing tuck. nice and tight. Duct tape and all. Oh God, my ass hair just get ripped out at the end of the night, dude. That'd be awful. All right, guys, that's going to do it. We appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for uh, coming back and we will see you guys next week for another episode of Jumbled, your favorite podcast. But how to take a creative, artistic, and sensual personalized message for a loved one. (laughs) 
for a loved one. Hey, be on the lookout tomorrow, bud. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. I'm screenshotting all of these. I'm creating an album. Absolutely. Feel I, free no, I'm legit. I'm screenshotting all of them, and then yeah. someday when we're like 80 and I'm going to be at your funeral, yeah. PowerPoint. Perfect. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> that's, that's how I want to be celebrated, because at that point... My thing's just not going to work at all, right? It's just going to, I mean, I'll be dead, obviously, so it won't work at that point. But You've given me permission. Feel free. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> nice. Bye. Recording in three, two, one. Oh, yeah? A little offset? Ha! Ha! <laughs> dude, that was so good. You got me so good, dude. <laughs> I always do. I always do. You've always got me. Yeah, what do you think of this angle? You can see, like, right up my nose. No bats in the cave, as far as I can tell. That's a always good... Oh, you just... Boys out. Yeah, you uh, you you vacated your nose right before we uh, we kicked this thing off. It sounded like a jet See, airplane. Oh wow! This room is right now. We are doing work. You are doing work, man. You guys Frozen selling off all your Studio C is uh, getting upgraded. You selling all your assets off? You're gonna live in a small in a tiny home in the uh, uh, in the Canadian wilderness. We're talking about buying some land and potentially saying fuck it and living out there. Yeah, maybe. Nice. I like it. Okay.